Hey everybody, it's Nico, and today's thought load is going to be about advice. Now, I recently sat down and had a conversation with someone from a younger generation, and they asked, it was actually a group of older individuals and them, and they asked, what are some pieces of advice that you would give to my generation or anyone from a younger generation? And so I wanted to share four things that I told him that I wanted to share with everyone. But before I tell you these four things, I want you to know that there are millions of responses out there to this very question. And I hope that you seek out those different answers to this question so you can understand what the patterns are and how you can fit those patterns into your life. These are not the golden eggs of advice. This is, this is just my perspective based on how I've walked through life. So the, very, the first thing, and these are in no particular order, the first thing that I would, the first piece of advice I would give to the younger generation is understand the value of work-life balance. Working for money is something that most of us will have to do in life, but don't let a simple job become your life, especially if your true passion lies elsewhere. Now, there are certain jobs in certain industries like hedge fund managers or lawyers or something like that, and those professions will work 80, 90, 100 plus hours a week on a regular basis. And that's just how it is. Now, if that doesn't sound like fun to you, I would urge you to pursue a job in a different area, a different career path. Because at the end of the day, we're really just working to get paid. And we're using that money to support ourselves, and to build out other areas of our lives that we're truly interested in. And we're really not able to do that, to build out those other areas in life, if we don't have time. If we're working from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., and then you have to just go to sleep after you're done working, well, that doesn't really leave a lot of time for learning new things or starting projects or what have you. So understand that value of work-life balance and try and set it up in a way that works best for you and your life. The second piece of advice I would give is to invest in the future. Now, I'd really recommend to only invest in things that you've done the research on. But I also want you to be comfortable taking risks when opportunities present themselves. Investing in the future doesn't necessarily mean putting all of your money in retirement accounts. It also means investing in emerging markets, in real estate, in certain things like that. Maybe things that you're interested in or you just you want to try out. Make your money work for you instead of hoping that it's going to grow one day sitting in a savings account or something like that because it really doesn't grow sitting in a savings account. And really, 
if you do take those risks, do it, do it in a way that's smart. You know, only invest 2% or 5% of your overall portfolio into something that you deem is risky. Because that way you'll get exposure. And if that risk pays off, you'll make way more money than you put in and it'll be worthwhile. But really, we have to invest in the future because that's how we're going to live a full life once we reach a certain age where all of those accounts and all of that money really comes to fruition, right? And the only way we can do that or get to that point is if we invest. Now, the third piece of advice that I would give to the younger generation is realize that getting into debt to go to school is not the only way to get ahead in life anymore. There's tons of online certification courses. There's tons of online universities. And what I would really recommend here is find a way to follow your passion and still get paid for it. And listen, if you think that, I don't know, reading books is your passion, then you think there's no way to get paid for it, go onto YouTube and I guarantee you that there's book review channels or there's there's things that you can do to become an audiobook reader or something along those lines. There's always a way, sorry about the noise there, there's always a way to turn your passion into money. Sometimes those options are just hidden from us, but they're out there. And with the power of the internet, we're able to look for those options and see which one works best for us. But the thing that I hate seeing these days is that someone went to school They've got six-figure debt, and even though they have a job, they're really not making as much as they should because they're paying off student loans. Listen, guys, student loans are ridiculous. It's, I think, the only loan type that you cannot declare bankruptcy on. That will be with you the rest of your life if you do not pay it. And so you have a couple options. You can take these online certification courses or go to an online university or choose a university based on how much it costs. Because most college graduates will tell you this, 90 to 95% of colleges are exactly the same. It's only those top 5% of universities that really make a little bit of a difference when it comes to the jobs that you're going to get and the network that you'll have coming out of college. But that's really the biggest difference. If you go to Harvard, you're going to get connected with a lot of Harvard people. And those people probably have other connections that will help you out in life. You may not get that type of networking exposure going to an online university. But the education is similar. Of course, that's... Not all-encompassing. There's probably like super specific science classes that 
Harvard and MIT offer that are not available elsewhere, sure. But if you're studying something like business or law, things like that, things that are somewhat standard and have standardized tests that you have to take to to get a certification in, probably the education is going to be similar. So again, don't get into debt just to go to school because that's not the only way to get in, get ahead in life anymore. And the last piece of advice that I'd give to the next generation is to make health a priority. Live life with the understanding that we could die at any moment, but also understand that we will probably live till we're 80 or 100 years old if we treat our bodies with respect. And so this is a unique dynamic because that means that we should enjoy the moment. We should go travel. We should see friends. We should do unexpected things. But we should also be sure that those things don't hinder your future financial goals. And really, we just have to find the balance that works best for you. Some people will travel the world in their 20s and go to tons of concerts and things like that. But because of the money they spend on those things, they may have to delay certain investments later on in life. That's okay. That's the way they choose to do things. And other people do the exact opposite. Whatever works for you. But if we do all of those things, we have to be healthy. Because even though we have the energy when we're younger to travel, to do all of those things, if we're not alive later on in life to enjoy the, the other things that we've prepared for, it's not worth it. And listen, guys, I'm here to tell you that getting old does not mean that you're going to have no energy. I've heard of several people that are 60, 70, 80 years of age running marathons, doing active stuff all the time, and they have energy for it. But it's because they've made health a priority. It's because they've lived their life a certain way so that they can enjoy that stuff. And if you destroy your body in in your 20s, You're probably going to feel that as you get older. But know that you can make changes, lasting changes, powerful changes. I was someone that that drank a lot in my 20s, and I don't anymore. And I feel probably better today, even with a knee injury, than I did at some points in my 20s. It's crazy. And it's all because I've chosen to make health a priority. Now, would I go back and change some of the things that I did in my 20s to make health a priority sooner? Yeah, sure. But I also don't regret anything that I did. I I appreciate those experiences that life gave me. And all of them either showed me something or taught me something about myself or about the world that I needed to know. But learn, learn about food. 
Learn about the foods that work for you. Make health a priority. Drink more water. Get better sleep. And with all of that, hopefully you'll continue to have energy as you get older and you'll be able to live life more fully. So to conclude here, again, these are just pieces of advice that I'd give to the next generation based on my experiences. But go out there and see what other people say. And I guarantee you, if you look at enough answers to this question, you'll start to see patterns. And you'll start to realize that maybe some, maybe those older folks know a little bit about the world. They know a little bit about what it takes to succeed, or they know a little bit about how we can live a better life. Guys, if you like this podcast, be sure to give us a follow so you keep up to date on everything that we're doing. I hope you have a great week. And we'll see you again next week for another Thought Load. And as always, begin the duel, win the day.